الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب صدق الله العظيم Dunya, the world is a place of challenge. Generally, the only challenge that we understand is that a challenge in terms of rather than having health, a person has a challenge of maybe some illness or in place of wealth, a person has a challenge of poverty or in place of peace and security, a person has a challenge of insecurity. So these are also challenges obviously. And dunya is part of all these challenges also. But the greatest challenge and the greatest test is the test of loyalty. That a person who has declared Allah Ta'ala to be his Rabb, to be his sustainer, to be his creator, his nourisher, and that he owes every allegiance to Allah Ta'ala alone. So now the test of loyalty comes that does he live up to this claim? And dunya is a place of tests, so in all different conditions, this claim of allegiance to Allah Taala is tested. And the entire system of our deen is such that it keeps changing in terms of its circumstances. For example, if we take the month of Ramadan, the month of Ramadan and in fact all our ibadat, everything runs according to the lunar calendar. Whereas, like the lunar calendar was in place from that time, even the solar calendar was in place. But the solar calendar wasn't the basis for our deen and for our amal, for our ibadat, the lunar calendar. The solar calendar, everything will go at exactly the same tartim, same system. If something is happening at a certain time of the year, if it is January, so that will be summer, and the next year it will come, it will be in summer again, and the following year it will be summer again, and it will carry on. But that's not what our system is. Ramadan will come according to the lunar calendar. And sometime it will be in the hottest day of summer, and sometimes it will be in the shortest day of winter. Sometimes a person will be waking up for seri long before most people have even had half their sleep. And in some time he will be waking up much later but in the peak cold. Now whether he has to wake up much early for his seri, well, that's what he will do, he will wake up for his seri. 
or whether he's waking up in the midst of that winter morning, but he's fasting nevertheless. Whether it's that cool, short fast of winter, or that long fast of summer, he's fasting. So whether he will be fasting, he will be fasting in Ramadan, but that will keep changing. Sometime it will be in winter, sometime in summer, it will keep moving around. Then the same with our Salah, that come the summer months, Fajr Salah will be so much earlier, Isha will be so much later. Now this loyalty is being tested. Will my Banda wake up earlier? And will he stay awake till later? We have it much more easier here, in many countries of the, of the world, Isha in mid-summer is past 11 o'clock at night. So will my servant stay awake? This is the commitment he has made that he is loyal to me alone. There is a challenge now. Then in winter, for example, locally, many a person says winter is a very big challenge for a businessman to perform Asar in Jamaat. Asar in Jamaat is one of the biggest challenges for a business person. So summer he finds it very easy. He can close his shop and go one time. And come winter, he is right in the midst of it. This is a challenge now. That what is my banda going to do? What is his commitment? Where is his loyalty? So all these changing circumstances, deen is the same. But the circumstances in which the different amal have to be performed will keep changing. Ramadan will be sometime in winter, sometime in summer. Fajr will be sometime much earlier, sometimes later. And all the other changes in times that will happen. But all this is testing something. And what is required in all this is consistency, istiqamat. That is why this is stated that al-istiqamatu fawqa al-fi karamatin. That istiqamat is greater than a thousand karamats. Thousand supernatural feats. A person performing some supernatural feats doesn't mean anything much. Because that is not the basis of maqbuliyat person can perform something supernatural doesn't make him closer to Allah Ta'ala in itself but istiqamat is what takes a person closer to Allah Ta'ala so a person who has attained istiqamat, steadfastness consistency and this is something let alone deen, even in dunya this is a very cherished thing consistency this is what an employer will look for he has an employee, one day he is working overtime on his own, double the time. And the next day he doesn't come to work also. And then again the third day he is working double the effort. The fourth day he is sitting and doesn't do anything. So now the day he is working very well, everybody will be very thrilled about it. But then the day he is not doing anything, he will more than cover up backwards. He will reverse double, more than double reverse whatever good was done. And in time that employer is going to get fed up that this doesn't work now he rather do just what's required come on time every day don't work overtime and don't work double the effort but just do what's required but come daily and do what's required one day you're doing something double and one day you're doing nothing we don't know where we stand now one day we're getting our work done and one day we don't know what to, what to do so that employer is cherishing consistency somebody's child is in school or university or whatever one year he is getting a 
super A pass. The next year he sees, well, last year I got all A's. So this year he's getting all E's. He sees, well, I covered up, you balance the two, you'll we'll cover somewhere in the middle. See, no, it doesn't balance up like that. That last year's A's doesn't make up for this year's E's and F's. If you got maybe C passes right across, that too you would have been happy about. But this year's failures of couple of subjects doesn't cover up by means of the A's that you got previously. So that parent is also looking for that consistency. Fine, you didn't achieve something very great, but you passed well and you carried on consistently across the board. That consistency is something we cherish even in dunya, in our dunya work, in our day-to-day lives, in our businesses. So we want that istiqamat from our employees. We want that istiqamat from our children in terms of their day-to-day life, in terms of their studies, in terms of their conduct. One day the child is making so much khidmat of the parents, the parents are wondering also, is this some unseen sign or something that this fellow is now going so much of khidmat is making but then the next day he is becoming also a burden and parent is wondering what happened to him again but if he is carrying on consistently parent is happy like this is like and emotions are going in high and low nobody appreciates that so when we appreciate and we cherish this consistency from even our children from our employees from others around us, Allah Ta'ala wants the same consistency from us also. Allah Ta'ala wants this istiqamat from us also. And this istiqamat in all conditions, whether it is January or whether it is December, whether it is the middle of the year or whether it is the so-called holiday time, whether a person is in the middle of the desert or whether he is on the seashore, wherever he may be, obviously he shouldn't be anywhere where the fitna is, this just as an example, no matter where he may be, in the middle of the ocean or in the middle of the desert. Allah Ta'ala wants that istiqamat. And that istiqamat to such an extent, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is on his last moments in dunya. And he is going through such a phase that he is losing consciousness. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam regains consciousness and the first thing he wants to know is that is it time for Salah already, the Isha Salah? So now he had lost consciousness. In any case, he takes Ghusl. They help him to take Ghusl. And then, again he loses consciousness. Again he wakes up. And again the same process. And this happens several times. Eventually, Nabi Islam says that instruct Abu Bakr that he allowed to perform the Salah, to lead the Sahaba in Salah. And then finally, after several attempts, he finally ends up making his own salah. But in that condition also, that istiqamat didn't waver in any way. So unfortunately what happens is that when circumstances change for us, for example, it is the circumstances and the environment of the month of Ramadan, then we are in a certain mode Alhamdulillah, that's the barakat of Ramadan as well. But then, come some other kind of circumstances, the so-called holiday time, then we are in a different mode. A person, at other times of the year, is dressing in a certain manner. And in the so-called holiday time, suddenly he's a different person. 
At other times of the year, he is always constant with his salah. Come the so-called holiday time, and it's as if the salah also is holiday from salah. Previously, people used to take, as they say, a break. Just take a break in order to just get refreshed a bit. Just to get a bit refreshed and get back to what their work is, what their main occupation is, with more vigor, with more enthusiasm, especially in terms of the work of Deen. Obviously, there is no such thing as holiday at any time. But in any case, just, so just to refresh a bit. But the zamana has come now where this itself has become the object. A person has gone for a so-called holiday. After returning, he has to take a break to recover from the holiday. Before the break was only there. Just to take a break from the routine. That's what is called a break. If something is going in a certain way, then it stops there. That particular routine doesn't continue for a while. And then it resumes. So in between there was a break from that daily routine. That was the break. So now it's the routine, then it's a holiday, then it's a break, and then Allah knows best. So the whole object and the purpose of things have changed. Now when that becomes the object, then even that whole year's routine becomes the means to this object. This is the Western way of life that people work in order to just merely enjoy their holiday. So the whole year the person will be working and saving up for nothing else but to splash out on a holiday. That will be his focus and on this holiday he will be planning next holiday. Maybe even making bookings also. So there is in principle person takes a break that is not something impermissible. Provided in the process he doesn't break his deen. Provided in the process he doesn't break his haya. Haya of his family. He doesn't break the way of life of Rasulullah. He doesn't break the pleasure of Allah. Ta'ala. Now, if a person is going to be in the midst of nudity and shamelessness and immorality and all kinds of vices and music and intermingling and whatever else, so whether that break he took or not, many a times this happens, people go on a break. But they come back and they return. When they return, by that time, even there's a marriage breakdown. There's a family breakdown. Children have become estranged from parents on the so-called break. Everything broke. So, as long as deen is not broken, in principle there wasn't a problem with that. But when that became the objective, now that's the western style, person lives his whole life just around that. And as a result, in the process, so many things go haywire. So, what the lesson in we have to latch on to is, what is required of us is istiqamat in deen. No matter what time of the year it is, what the circumstances may be, but our deen is utmost. Nothing must compromise that deen. Nothing must break anything about deen. The way of Rasulullah that must not break by anything. That must remain firmly intact. And this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah gives us the same lesson of istiqamat. But we are being taught in the Quran Sharif to make this dua. Rabbana la tuzigh qulubana ba'da idhadaytana. 
Ya Allah, don't allow our hearts to get deviated. Don't deviate our hearts. Ba'da id hadaytana. After having granted us hidayat and guidance. And this hidayat and guidance also was from your gift. You bestowed it. But now due to our amal, due to our misdeeds, do not create the situation where our hearts get deviated. And the heart getting deviated, when the heart is deviated, everything else is gone with it. Because the heart is king. So Ya Allah, keep our hearts steadfast. Because deviation, things are understood in contrast. So istiqamat, the opposite of istiqamat is deviation. So if a person is on istiqamat, he'll be safe from deviation. So in reality, this dua is a dua for istiqamat. Allah, keep us steadfast. Keep us steadfast in all circumstances. Keep us steadfast in all situations. At every time of the year. And any place on earth. Allah, keep us on sirat mustaqim And keep us on istiqamat. This istiqamat is to walk on sirat mustaqim And the one end of this path, sirat mustaqim the one end is in dunya, and the other end of this path is Jannat. The person who walks on this road and remains with istiqamat on sirat mustaqim then his destination is Jannat. That's where that road finishes off. So this dua we make to Allah Ta'ala, Rabbana la tuzikh qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahma Ya Allah, you bestow upon us, hablana. Word hab, in Arabic, this is used to denote a gift. Ya Allah, you bestow upon us. This is as a gift. What? Rahma. The special rahmat. This rahmat here, in this ayat, is not just the general rahmat. General rahmat includes everything that we have. Any bounty a person has is out of the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. But here a very special rahmat is being begged for. And what is a special rahmat? Fasirin explain that this is al-in'amul makhsus. It's a very special bounty and gift. And what is a special bounty and gift? And that is the tawfiq and the ability to remain steadfast on the path of haq. That same istiqamat. So in Rabbana la Qulubana also is the same istiqamat that is being begged for. And in the special rahmat also is the same istiqamat. Though rahmat is a very wide concept. There's so many things included in this rahmat. Tanwi rahmatullah in the tafsir of this rahmat explains four specific aspects. The one aspect of ta- rahmat is tawfiq ta'at. The tawfiq of righteousness. This is a very big rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. This is the rahmat, Allahumma rahamni bitarkil ma'asi. The dua, Nabi Salaam has taught us, Ya Allah, you have rahmat upon me by saving me from sin. By enabling me to stay away from all disobedience. This is Allah Ta'ala's special rahmat. So, tawfiq ta'at. Because when a person gets involved in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, the effect of that is that the tawfiq and the ability of righteousness gets taken away. A person's heart is no more now inclined towards righteousness. 
the heart is now disinclined from good and inclined towards all the negative things. He finds it a very major burden almost to drag himself to the masjid. And it's very easy for him to be gone to some wise den. This is the effect of the tawfiq of ta'ad being taken away. So therefore this is the request from Allah Ta'ala and the dua to him that Ya Allah due to our sins don't deprive us of the tawfiq of righteousness. But forgive us and give us a tawfiq of righteousness or hamna. So the first thing is tawfiq ta'at. Second meaning of rahmat is tawsi'i rizq. That the effect of righteousness and the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala coming on it, Allah Ta'ala's rahmat brings abundance of sustenance. Barkat in one's sustenance. When there is barkat, a person's work will get done. And if there is no barkat, no matter what the quantity will be, it will still be a problem. Because then nothing will be enough. So the first is that he will get the tawfiq of righteousness when the special rahmat comes. Then barkat in his sustenance. Because sins prevent barkat. Blocks of the barkat. Many times people are very accustomed to opening up some wazaif kitabs and reciting lengthy wazaif. Why are you reciting so much? What is, who prescribed this to you? He says, no, this, I read it in certain kitab. This brings a lot of barkat. Indeed it brings a barkat. Abraham used to explain it in this manner that all the things that have been mentioned in the hadith about what brings barakat this is 100% it brings barakat it brings all the benefits that have been mentioned without doubt but the example of this is that a person has ordered one entire truckload of some goods so in our context of our example the barakat whole super link of barakat is ordered the super link of barakat is now on its way but now on the same road he has put a super link of azab in the way also by means of his sins so now both are this is blocking that and that is blocking this so that barakat is not coming also maybe the azab has been held back also but neither the barakat is coming also so the barakat will come when we remove this truck of azab from the way. This obstacle is taken out of the way. When this obstacle is taken out, then this will reach. So by means of asking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and begging for this special rahmat, then a person gets this wusat in rizq. So these two things are in dunya and this is, it covers our entire dunya. Because if tawfiq ta'ad, then a person is leading a righteous life. And if he's got barakat in his rizq, what else he wants now? He's got deen and dunya. So he's got everything. So this is in dunya and in akhirat, maghfirat bila hisab. That he will get forgiven without account, being taken to account. Now this is such a huge favor that because of that hisab kitab on the day of qiyamah, even the ambiyari musalatu wasalam will be trembling. Though they are masum and sinless, but the awe of Allah Ta'ala will be such that despite being masum and sinless, they too will be saying nafsi, nafsi. Nabi Islam will be the only personality saying ummati, ummati. 
And on that day, a person who has received the special rahmat, he'll be safe from that accountability. What a great ni'mat. And then, maghfirat bila hisab, and then dukhula jannat. The direct entry into jannat, which is the final abode and destination. And a person who's received jannat, he's got everything. Once the person has entered jannat, then there is no question of any negativity, any problem, any difficulty, any hardship. Now he's passed forever and ever. So it's this little dunya time, the small little uh, phase that we pass through this dunya, little bit of this challenge. And in this time, the sabr, that little bit sabr a person makes. When a person finally will get jannat, that's where the malaika will come to greet all the jannatis. And the greeting will be, Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. That may Allah Ta'ala's blessings be upon you, salam be upon you, peace. Why? In lieu of bima sabartum, in lieu of what sabr you made. One is sabr ala ta'at, sabr in fulfilling the obligations that Allah Ta'ala has placed, the righteous actions. It's time for fajr, it's early in the morning now, it's the summer months carrying on, but the person says whatever it is, that sabr to give up that sleep at that time. And the sabr to wake up and move to the masjid. That's sabr. And that's a very big sabr. The sabr to fulfill all the other obligations of deen. That's sabr also. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. Then sabr anil maasi. Sabr in refraining from sins. Because that too requires a sabr. There's a lot of temptation. And the person to suppress that temptation has to adopt sabr. So now he's adopting that sabr. That he's breaking that heart if it's breaking. It doesn't matter. Let it break. But I won't break Allah Ta'ala's command. So Allah Ta'ala then fills that broken heart and mends it with his love. But now that sabr he made. Now in Jannat he's going to be told about that same sabr. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. And then sabr al masayib. Some difficulty, some hardship, some calamity. Person is making dua for afiyat. He's making effort to relieve the difficulty but in that process he is sabir he is patient he is not complaining against Allah Ta'ala. he is making whatever efforts he can he is making dua for afiyat he is trying to remove the difficulty in whichever way he can but he is being patient he is not becoming despondent and he is not complaining against Allah Ta'ala. so now all these forms of sabr on the day of in Jannat, the Malaika will be addressing them. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. That salam upon you for that sabr you made. Now many students are probably waiting for the exam results will come. Now there was somebody perhaps who couldn't make any sabr to surround and study and work. So he was having a merry time. But now as the time comes for the results, his heart is thumping. Because at merry time now, so now they say, well, that you make merry afterwards. So, he is in a different situation. But there was that person who was making a lot of sabr. Friends were inviting him to come to this and that and whatever. And there were so many other distractions and attractions. So now we go to study hard. So he made sabr and he burned the midnight oil. Now comes the result time. So he says all the hard work was worth it. It all paid off. But this is such a temporary payoff. This dunya we pay off is such a minimal payoff. 
Sometimes a person has got so many certificates, he's still hunting for something to do. How often it happens? And after all, someday or the other, everybody's going to have to leave it and go. That is never going to remain forever. But this little sabr for Allah Ta'ala that a person makes, that will bring never-ending bliss and happiness. Salamun alaykum mima sabartum fa ni'ma uqbaddar. Malaika will say that how wonderful this end result is. What a wonderful end result you got of Jannat. So this istiqamah that is required of us in all circumstances, whatever the time of the year may be, whatever the circumstances around us may be, but our istiqamat is vital. We have to remain the true servants of Allah Ta'ala at all times, in all places, no matter what the conditions may be. We don't allow our deen to get compromised in any way. We don't allow our appearance to get compromised in any way. We don't allow the way of life of Rasulullah to get compromised in any way. And in this little sabr, we'll be earning the barakat of dunya also. And the everlasting blessings of akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhirat da'awana. Alhamdulillah.